Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Sharing Sweat Equity, a business podcast hosted by your El Paso Hispanic Chamber and the Minority Women's Enterprise Diversity Center. Before we get started, a quick word about our sponsors. If you're looking for commercial real estate in El Paso, reach out to our friends at Epicenter, 915-532-3456. They have locations all over the Sun City. I would also like to thank Sun Carpets for sponsoring our podcast room. Now, let me introduce you to our moderator for our show, Mary Helen Aldis, Project Director for the Women's Business Border Center. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for participating and listening to our Sharing Your Sweat Equity podcast with your El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And today I have the pleasure and the honor to interview Mr. Paul Dipp, the president of Economy Wholesale Grocers, which was formerly known as Economy Cash and Carry. And we're going to talk about your second location, sir. And I'm just so excited to be with you today, sir. You've been such a successful entrepreneur, such a staple in our community. And I would, I'm just intrigued to be with you today. So. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you. And it's, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. And I appreciate everything the El Paso Hispanic Chamber does for the community and have stood for our company. Thank you. Awesome, Mr. Depp. And for our listeners that are not familiar with Economy Cash and Carry or Economy Wholesalers, could you share with us a little bit about your humble beginnings and about your business and your journey? Yes, of course. Our company was formed in 1958. Our original location was downtown at 219 South Ochoa. Uh, it, the original building was 7,200 square feet. And it was brought together by a group of 12 businessmen that had a vision about selling wholesale and retail to both Juarez and El Paso. So we frame this as the original club format, much prior to Sam's and much prior to Costco. Uh, and in fact, that's what we offer at Economy. It's directly wholesale to the general public. No membership is ever required. It's uh, open to everyone and always has been. And we sell products both in single units, by the box, by the case, by the pallet, and by the truckload. Wow. So you can determine how you want your product and what configuration, and we provide all those different options. Wow, that's wonderful. So would you share with us a little bit more about, I guess, who your target market is? I mean, who are your customer yes. base? Who's so your we customers? actually serve everyone in the marketplace. We have people that are street vendors, mm -hmm. uh, food trucks, grocery, independent grocery stores, grocery store chains. Uh, we serve adult daycare, institutional providers, and of course, and as important as everyone, the general public. Families are very welcome to come shop with us. And wow. they do shop with us on a daily basis. And again, there's no membership required. Wow, that is wonderful. So open to the public, no membership is needed, and you have just array of products. And so I know that recently you've expanded into your second location, yes. which is wonderful off of Saragossa North Loop. If our listeners haven't visited to Economy Wholesalers, it's right off of Saragossa. Um, would you share with us a little bit more about your second location? Yes, of course. Um, the, the second location is located at 411 North Saragossa. It was formerly uh, the Kmart location there. We have uh, all of the products and we expanded our freezer line and we have a walk-in shoppable cooler, the largest one in the city, for everybody that's interested in eggs and cheeses and everything else connected with that. So it offers everybody an opportunity to buy at wholesale, true wholesale, grocery products for their families 
in many cases by the single pieces, in some cases by the case lots, uh, and it's open to everybody and everybody is very welcome to come. We're open seven days a week and we're just thrilled to be down in the Lower Valley at this new location and to serve the growing east side. Of course, and right off of Loop 375, yes. either I-10, it's very easy to get to, wonderful parking, wonderful products, so definitely our listeners have to go and visit your second location. It'll be a privilege to serve them. And sir, how did you know that it was a right time for your business to expand and into that location, and especially during a pandemic of such a time of uncertainty? Yes, so we um, had been looking at the east side for some period of time, approximately five years. And when this site came up, we felt that it was exactly what we needed. It's a perfect fit for us because it's equidistant between the freeway and the bridge, the Saragossa Bridge, because we also service our friends in Mexico and our customers in Mexico. And it has a lot of access and, and opportunity and feeder points uh, from different parts of the outlying areas that we also care to serve and, and want to be a part of. So for us, it was the ideal location. It was actually a dream location. And when it came up, we felt that the, the time was right for us to make the move. And um, the interesting story about COVID and everything else that came about that is that COVID was announced on Wednesday and we purchased the property on a Friday, wow. uh, two days after COVID. So it was a leap of faith. It was a step in a positive direction. And we just made a conscientious decision that we were not going to let this stop us. Um, so we had the journey of not only acquiring it, but also going under construction because we completely renovated the space. Uh, and we disassembled everything that existed prior and then put what we needed into that unit. So uh, it was quite, quite an interesting time. And sir, it's a, amazing. The remodel was is just done perfectly. Thank it's you. It's amazing. Um, everything is just done really nice. I think our listeners really need to go. But I think you just demonstrate just the characteristic of every entrepreneur, a risk taker, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> we definitely took a risk here. And we took it at a time that uh, that others were, and, and we were struggling through the the pandemic because make no no doubt there's no doubt and there's no second guessing that it was a struggle for everybody oh, for sure. but it was an opportunity for us that we felt like we we just had to take and we we couldn't miss and we wanted to move forward with it and we decided to uh, just carry on yes sir and especially like you mentioned that it's so close to the freeway and Saragossa yes. um, bridge and now that they finished the loop 375 it's easy to go west east or however they need to go right yes of mm -hmm. course and also uh, we have our original location downtown for those that, that need something closer the original economy wholesale grocers formerly known as economy express is located at 1500 uh, Paisano, East Paisano. So that's off the Paisano Dole's exit uh, in El Paso. Yes, sir. On the loop. And so as we were talking about how you identified the wonderful location that you've been eyeing and it was available with everything that is starting and I'm pretty sure there was some struggles as you were um, trying to expand your business. Um, could you share a little bit more in depth about those struggles? Yes. What were the two main struggles that you had? Well, I believe that, uh, first of all, all of us had to deal with the emotional component of uh, COVID, its impact, um, assessing it, realizing it was here, and then making a determination of how to deal with it. This is a commonality with everybody, whether you're in business or not, whether you're a student or, or whatever area of life you're in. 
And in our particular case, we were called to service and called to action because we are a critical business. We were serving the community to provide them essential items such as water and toilet paper and hand gloves and sanitizer, etc. So for us, it was a call to action. And I really appreciated our team members that stepped up and embraced that challenge, fought through the fear. Make no mistake about it, there was definitely days of fear, days of, of trepidation, uh, many days of concern. And um, as we worked together through this as a team, we made a conscientious decision that COVID was, that we had to serve the community. And in fact, we did do that. So we were one of the few locations in town that had a continuous supply of water and toilet tissue uh, because we have reserved stock since we're a wholesaler we had plenty of inventory on hand and we were just very fortunate and blessed to be able to provide that to the community and we did and I might add that we never increased our prices during this time we felt it was very important to hold the line hold the prices and uh, people could count on us for those products which they did there was many many adjustments along the way first and foremost we had to worry about public health and by public health, I'm talking about the health of our team, the health of our vendors that supplied us, mm -hmm. and most importantly, the health of our customers as well, our, our friends, our customers, our families that come see us. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. in, a, in that particular realm, we adapted all of the protocol that was provided us by COVID, and then we exceeded it in providing protective elements within the store, uh, screens, plexiglass, protocols on cleaning the area, of course, mask, hand sanitizer, and all the other elements that went with it. And we were on the forefront of that, fortunately, in the industry here. And uh, we're able to put that all together in about a 10-day period. So wow. it was a mad dash to address COVID and get ready for COVID. And in reflecting back, uh, perhaps that's one reason we didn't have much time to really think about the fear aspect of it, which was definitely there. I think we have to be honest with each other and recognize that that was very real and very much a part of this. Uh, mm -hmm. But we overcame that in our effort to serve. Mm -hmm. So we're so grateful to everybody for their support and uh, for recognizing our efforts. And we're very grateful to our team members for their heroism mm -hmm. during that time, whether you were in the medical field, whether you were in other critical businesses, whether you were a mom, that was just dealing with your family at the time. Everybody should be saluted for the collective effort. Most definitely. And, you know, I would like to share, I mean, even as you were trying to pivot during COVID-19, you did not let go of any of your staff until this day. No. As a matter of fact, you've increased your staff yes. because of your second location. Yes, we have. And I think that's very um, honorable as a, as a business owner because sometimes looking at the bottom line, you know, sometimes uh, reorganizing and restructuring is the first thing on the line but I'm glad would you like to share a little bit more on how you were able to pivot um, your business during COVID? Yes well of course we were dealing with uh, multitask which is nothing new for our company because that's how our company operates. Um, we were under construction with this project on the east side and at the same time preparing for the opening of it mm -hmm. Uh, determining how to staff it up and uh, going through that process and we're just very pleased and very fortunate with the uh, 50 new team members wow. that are out at that new location they're just performing at a very high level mm -hmm. uh, in regard to our day-to-day -day activities we were it was a hybrid of on-site off-site in some of the administrative we had an opportunity to off-site some people and rotate some people 
Obviously, on the on-site, we needed to be uh, servicing our customers inside our stores. But through all of it, uh, when there was a gap or there was a moment when someone was missing for whatever reason, health reason or otherwise, uh, and some of the challenges people don't realize is that they close the bridge. And when they close the bridge, some of our team members do work, do live in, uh, in Mexico, and they needed to find a way to get over, and they, they found their way to get over, and they did come over on a consistent basis to serve the community. So there was, there was many areas along those lines. I think that on the general public side, we're so grateful that the public was patient with us because we were the first operator that instituted a uh, limit of how many customers could actually go inside the unit which created some lines. People were very patient. We explained that it was for their general health, mm -hmm. uh, and it worked out well with us, and we think that it was appreciated by the customers. Of course, some people uh, were, it was an anxious time, and people react in different ways, but for the most part, we, we just have received unwavering support, as we have for 63 years. Our company mm -hmm. is 63 years old, and you're only as good as the people that you serve and the people that support you. So uh, we're just very grateful for all of everybody that's associated with us directly and indirectly. And we're very fortunate with this wonderful market and these great mm -hmm. customers and friends of ours that come see us. Wonderful, sir. And it sounds like you have a very good, solid team behind you as we, well. We have a team that has a lot of experience and they have a passion to serve and they have a passion to do the right thing. And it's, it's a customer-oriented, customer-service-based company, and we, we are very proud of it. We're very, very proud of our team members. That's wonderful. Thank you. And so as we're going on to um, your accomplishments and successes in business, sir, what would you say um, that you celebrated as your biggest accomplishment during COVID-19? I think that we have two portions to this question. First of all, we celebrated every day, getting through the day, uh, having people arrive and leave safe and healthy. And uh, when those moments came when we had to address COVID and, and its ramifications inside our companies, then the care and the concern that we had for our team members and they had for us uh, and they had for each other was very touching. Uh, and the desire for them to serve the, the public. Of course, I would say that, that an outstanding accomplishment is being able to actually go into construction with a project of this size and be able to complete it and execute it under these circumstances. There was material shortages. Mm -hmm. There was groups of contractors that were absent because they had COVID, so they left the job site. Wow. Uh, we were dealing with people from in town and out of town. There was traveling uh, factors involved. There was delivery of materials that were involved, delays with that. And so uh, there are things that you don't expect and things that you have to adapt to because that's life and that's the circumstance. But this one was really different because no one had faced a pandemic before and had to operate through a pandemic before. Uh, so we dealt with it a day at a time together as we do everything that we do at this company. And uh, we, we had the support of our customers, of our vendors, and for that we feel very fortunate. And on our vendors, who had a lot of stress of their own, they were very dutiful in providing us products that we really needed to deliver to the marketplace. And as I said earlier, uh, 
there was products that were very essential to the general public. Who would ever imagine, ever imagine, that water and toilet tissue and hand sanitizer would be so critical to everybody? Mm -hmm. But they were, and they were a source of uh, a source of relief for people that felt like they had a little normalcy when they could access their products, at least access them in the right way. And so toward that end, we would have, if we ever had a shortage of a specific product, the next morning it would come in, the next morning the customer would make the effort to come back, and we would have the product on hand. So for our vendors to, to uh, perform at that high level under those circumstances was something that was really gratifying to see and very much appreciated by us. And most, more importantly, it's not about us, it's about how to serve the general public and the customers correctly. Wow, and that's great. Um, what would you say, you were sharing that you've been in business for almost 60 years. Um, that is amazing too. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you've seen a lot of different business trends throughout your yes. business journey. What would you say, what long-term changes will impact your business because of COVID-19 now that you're able to reflect on your past business? Absolutely. Experiences? So on our new, on our new units, we have a we have established a new and different level of sanitation protocol. It was already elevated, but it had to go to a, a higher place and in a different way based on things that we know about the pandemic and about health in general. So I think that it really, if there was a long-term benefit to this, it was the opportunity for people to have a better awareness of not only COVID, but the exposures that are out there. So in our particular case, when we design our different facilities and our interaction with our uh, customers uh, who are our friends, we want to be mindful that we need to protect them and we need to protect our team members. Mm -hmm. So toward that end, we custom designed our checkout stands. Uh, we also custom designed our sales floor area where we receive people in the sales office. And uh, just a series of large things and small things. And one of the most important things is we created an environmental team that focused in a, in a more focused way on making sure that all of the procedures and all of the, the policies that we've instituted are consistently followed there. So when you come into our units, we hope that you'll enjoy that experience. And part of that experience for everyone now is making sure that it's really clean. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something that we strive to do every day and something that we're accomplishing. Wow, and that, that's good, sir. And is there anything that come, else that comes to mind on how your business has grown because of the pandemic? Well, our business grew, and our business also had the challenges many other El Paso businesses in that the border was closed. Mm -hmm. But from the growth of the business, I think people understanding who we are and what we're about, what we're out to, to accomplish in serving the community, and the fact that we're local, mm -hmm. and the fact that we're, we're viewing it as a ethical-based service to the customer, I think that those have served us well during this pandemic, and people have learned about us, which is, mm -hmm. we're very, fortunate that they did. Of course, this isn't the ideal circumstance for it, but we're glad that they had a chance to access the products that they needed. And I think what people are seeing with us is that they can come down and buy wholesale and save a lot of money, whether even if they take a case of toilet paper, one example is you can get about, you can get 96 rolls for $25 and it's a high quality paper. When you can do that, you can partition this out among your families and, uh, and have an opportunity for cost savings. Mm -hmm. So if there's one thing that we are really grateful for, it's the ability to take our model, which is wholesale, 
deliver it to the general public and have them enjoy the benefits of purchasing wholesale, be it an individual unit, many of which we have, or if they break up the case and decide to do it that way. And that, that's how we started, and it seems to have come back toward that. Mm -hmm. People really need to save money today, and they're looking for savings. They need it, and we're just glad that we have an opportunity to offer it. And, sir, I'm really um, happy to hear that you did not increase your prices. No. Because I don't know about our listeners out there, but you know that the prices are going up. Yes. And the items are getting smaller. <laughs> I needed to share that. <laughs> yes, there, there are, and I just want to make a distinction there. During the immediate pandemic rush, people modified their, many people modified their prices. We did not touch our prices. Mm -hmm. we were, you were able to buy a 36-pack of water from us for $2.89. You were able to buy toilet tissue at the same the price that I just shared with you, uh, 96 rolls for $25. Our prices have increased, but the only time that we increase our prices is when they're increased to us. Where people save money with us is that they're buying at a lower price because it's a wholesale format so you don't have the departments that you are, are want, you may or may not need or want to enjoy at a grocery store, the floral department, or the coffee experience, or the butcher shop. We sell meats, but we sell everything that we sell is in bulk, and it's and that is how we're able to pass the savings on to our, our customers, and they do save money. Everything that you'll get from our store, you'll save money, and you'll get something that has been defined and refined products that work here that people need over the last 63 years. And I'm, I wanted to also know what you mentioned also, and the quality is still good. The quality right? is first mm -hmm. quality on our products. And uh, we, have, we have a cost savings in that some of the products are regional brands instead of national brands, mm -hmm. but exceptional quality. Mm -hmm. And people can also buy from an international realm in that our products come from all around the world. And we have many products from Mexico. So we have Mexican Coca-Cola, Mexican Sprite. We have Zote. <laughs> Many of the products that we all grew up with that we really embrace and appreciate. Of course, and we can't leave out Fabuloso. No, right? <laughs> we have to have Fabuloso, of course. <laughs> Sir, and I know you were sharing a lot about your employees and assessing, you know, the emotional part. Could you just share once more about what did you, your employees, and your business overall learn from COVID-19? What we learned is how much we need each other. I want to say that on the emotional side. Um, I think sometimes on a personal and professional level, we, we may get into this rhythm. And I don't want to say take for granted because we try very hard not to do that, but just expect everything to stay the same. Mm -hmm. When you have a disruption in this, you really take value in everything. You appreciate team members. You appreciate your customers. You, you're concerned about them. Mm -hmm. uh, you embrace each other. You create a camaraderie and you create a need to go down a path together uh, that is very unique. And we're, we, we couldn't be prouder of not only our team members but for our customers because remember when family members were going out to get whatever their needs were, they were confronted with a risk unbeknownst to them. And they had courage to walk into our store. And we were, we were confident in what we were doing and that we had the controls and the processes and procedures and even limited the customers in the store. But it takes courage to go out there sometimes mm -hmm. in a pandemic and face it. So we salute them. And we, we are just 
very fortunate at Economy Wholesale Grocers with what this community and what this environment has offered to us and we're eternally grateful to everybody that's connected with what we've done over the years and, and just uh, humbled by it. Most definitely, sir. I could honestly share just some human interaction, sure. right, um, with the pandemic and being behind a screen and virtual. But I'm glad that you kept your you kept your employees together, your team, and overall uh, focused on just serving your community and your customers. Yes, and, 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 and I'd like to tell everybody that's wearing masks, and many of us still are, and, and our team members are still doing it inside the store, of course. But, you know, I want to remind your listeners and everybody out there, you can smile with your eyes. Mm-hmm. You can still get a vibe from a person. It doesn't, you know, a mask is just, it's just an item of protection. Exactly. But it doesn't change the person. It doesn't change the environment. It does not change your culture. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody, everybody to remain positive in a positive light. It's something to certainly be addressed, and certainly in our in our circumstance, we had a product that was absolutely needed. So from that standpoint, we understand that what we had to offer was critical, and not everybody's products were critical. But we did have a lot of our, our customers that still stayed open and found a way to do it, delivering, mm-hmm. had it to go. They just fought through everything they needed to fight through. For those that did, we salute them. For those that couldn't, we salute them. Mm-hmm. We understand that, but, you know, I think the bottom line is we just need to serve and take care of each other. Most definitely. And as we're here and we're ready to uh, close our interview here, what is one of piece of advice you would like to share with your other business owners who are trying to remain positive and regain that normalcy um, after, or even during this pandemic because we're still in the pandemic? I would say that uh, fear fear is something that we all have to address and we all have to deal with in an individual way. And I'm not expressing a comment about how a person does it in their particular circumstance. I can only say in our particular case, I think that it's you're better off breaking it down in smaller pieces and dealing with the components of it on, an, on a one-by-one basis so that it's not so ominous and so large to you. And from whatever you're doing in your life, and whatever you're called to do, uh, if you can look at it in that way, and, and I would say that people that remain faithful to themselves and faithful to whoever they believe they need to be faithful with uh, and remain positive, uh, you don't, even if you're not able to execute everything that you're needing to execute, I'm sure you can find a way to do a portion of it. And I encourage people to do that because what we found and what I certainly found is we were too busy. I mean, we were very, very, very busy. We had a lot of demands on us. We never missed one single day. In fact, we were going in on weekends to deal with these circumstances. And I think that staying busy is is a very good idea (laughs) when you're in the middle of something like this. Most definitely. And Mr. Dip, I just wanted to thank you for being with us today and sharing with our listeners um, about your business, your journey, and the future of economy wholesalers. Thank you. Well, I'd like to thank you for this opportunity, and I'd like to just say once again that uh, when our company thinks about the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, our thoughts are very warm, it's, and all we, we relate back to all the support and all the exceptional service that you provide within your organization. And we're just very grateful. And 
uh, to have an opportunity to sit down with you this morning. Thank you for that, this opportunity. And let me just close by thanking all of our customers and all of our team members and everybody associated with our company. Thank you, sir. You have a blessed Thank Merry you. Christmas. Same to and you. let's make a great 2022. We will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.